Yay, welcome back to the Booty Bands More Than Fitness podcast. And today's topic is how to give yourself permission to unleash your confidence. Welcome to the Booty Bands More Than Fitness podcast. Join us because we're making it possible for busy women to sculpt and tone in just 15 minutes a day. It's your time to celebrate you, unleash your empowered self, and step back into your confidence. You can visit our store, bootybands.com, for the best female fitness products out there and subscribe so you get notifications when every episode drops. Today, I'll be interviewing Jen Taylor. She is a heart-centered entrepreneur and CEO of Sacred Connections. She uses her 16 years plus experience in the holistic community to serve and support her client's journey. She's a certified body and mind coach, a Reiki practitioner, an emotional code practitioner, and an instinctive meditation coach. She teaches her clients how to really catch their breath and make empowered choices using the breath of framework. Let's welcome Jen to the podcast. I'm really a big fan of giving permission because we, in our society, we don't practice giving ourselves permission whatsoever in this culture. Permission to rest, permission to take up space, permission to say no, permission to change your mind, to dream. Like I could go on and on, right? (laughs) We don't give ourselves permission So it's really important to begin that practice in any of those areas that I just mentioned, just giving yourself a little bit of permission, you know, maybe every week, maybe practice giving yourself permission to rest. Maybe you really need that nap instead of pushing through a workout or saying yes to something that you don't want to do. Or maybe you want to give yourself permission to explore that hobby. Maybe you want to pick up drawing or painting again, it's been on your heart and you just always push it to the side. So it's really about listening to the body and what it needs. So you're very knowledgeable about all this. So obviously you have to be passionate to be able to still be doing it. So why do you have so much passion in this particular field? Yeah, very passionate about it. Um, And it all began when I started massage therapy school way back 15, 16 years ago. And I saw the need for pain relief, stress relief. So that's why I got into that field. And I saw that while massage is amazing, I, you know, I love massage, I get massages, it only helps to a certain degree. So I quickly realized that there was so much underneath, you know, maybe a woman was coming in with lots of shoulder pain, but she wasn't really using her shoulder repetitively. It was more of the weight of the world was on her shoulder. And we had to address the underlying issues, these boundaries that women don't set or honor, or, you know, not having this permission piece. So it's really, really deep work. And that's why I'm passionate about it because massage is amazing as it is. I decided to retire from it and only focus on my coaching because it makes real impact, deep work, transformative change. Like it, it's lasting. It's giving women skill sets that they can take with them forever instead of just after a massage feeling good for a few days. So you could say a little bit of your people pleasing skills wanted to take it to the next level and say, not only do I want to make you feel good with your massage, but I want to go even deeper and transform your life. You and I can definitely relate on that. 
is very similar. I would take women through weight loss, but we always know that there's that deeper, that even if they lost the weight that they wanted to, they would still have their, that unhappiness feeling like I couldn't ever get to like that deep thing was why I started implementing mindset. And I was like, Oh, what a relief when you can have that woman feel free and feel relieved. Oh, what a rewarding thing that feels like. So I've written down a few words so far with our conversation and I can tell you're so knowledgeable in each one of these, but what I want to do is, is go into each one of these words that the brain likes to keep us safe. Tell us an example and kind of give us a little bit more if somebody's hearing that for the first time. Yeah. So this happens to every single one of us. It's just part of our human reaction. It's just part of our humanness where our brain is wired for safety. It's an amazing mega supercomputer and we love it. We need it. And we have to remember that it's a computer. Right? There's no feeling in it. That's where the body comes in, the heart, the soul. So the brain is wired for safety. And anything that we do that's different from the normal things and patterns and decisions that we have been making is going to really stress the brain out. And it wants to keep us stuck because that means we're alive. That means we're safe and everything's okay. So an example could be unhealthy eating. We know that we shouldn't, you know, go to fast food places and eat ice cream all day long. <laughs> but if it's been our pattern, if it's if we've been doing it on autopilot for 10 years, when we go to make that healthy decision and get a salad, the brain is going to say, no, 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 no. We like the same. We want to keep everything on an even keel. Keep doing this thing because it means you're alive. So if you go and do this other thing, we're scared and we're going to tell you all the reasons why not. So that's just one example, but it comes up in career changes. You know, people just say stuck in a relationship or a career, um, even though they know it's not good for them because it's the same. And the brain tells you all the reasons why not to make this change. That's very, very fascinating. Do you know which part of the brain that is? Is that our reticular activating the filter that comes in or maybe the reptilian part of the brain, maybe? Yeah, it's more of that part. And it's all about creating something called neuropathways. So a neuropathway is created in our brain when we do something over and over and over again, habits, laying down that foundation. But what happens is it gets strengthened over time. So it's very hard to create a new path because again, the brain wants to keep you stuck and safe. So when we do make that step and we say, okay, it's really, really scary. You're going to be scared when you make any kind of change even if it's good change, because the brain is fighting against you to keep you in that homeostasis. So when you take that step, whatever scary step it is, okay, I'm going to have this new job over here. I'm going to try this out, or I'm going to start eating healthy. It takes a while to lay down a new neural pathway, and then you have to keep strengthening it over time. That's why we, you know, people quit things and go back to their old ways because it seems so challenging but once you know the process, it becomes a little easier because you're not fighting against it as much. Yeah, that was my next question is what tips would you give for somebody that is finding themselves commonly going back into the pattern? What have you done specifically or that you see others do that creates that neural pathway a little bit stronger so it's not mm -hmm. so hard? Mm -hmm. The first thing is just knowing that this is how it works. Knowing that whenever you make any kind of change at all, the brain is going to give you lots of reasons why not. 
why you're too stupid, why it's not a good idea, why it's a waste of your time. All these things are going to come up. And in the coaching that I do, I call them gremlins. They're all your little gremlins coming up, but they're there to keep you safe. It's part of our response. So you can just love them and say, look, this is what I want to do because I feel it in my body. So my work is all about leading from the body and not from the brain. We bring the brain in to the conversation because it's a beautiful computer and we need it, but we let the body lead. So if somebody wants to make a decision truly from their heart space, truly from their body, I say, go for it because it's going to be scary. Remember those gremlins are going to come up and keep going anyway. I like that. Another one too is think about a time that you've been most proud of in your life within yourself and write that down in your journal and look at it and ask yourself, why, why were you so proud then? Why does that, why does that moment make you feel so powerful and aligned with you? And then ask yourself that is still there. A lot of us think, oh, that was what I used to be. But the case is, is you're still that. And being able to tap in it is exactly what Jen is saying, is fighting off those thoughts and trusting yourself that you've done hard things in the past. You can do hard things now. I mean, that might be scary. Awesome. Okay. So thank you so much for that, Jen. That helped us learn a little bit more about that piece. The next one you talked about is permission. Now, I cannot tell you, I've heard it many times in my life, like, okay, give yourself permission. I cannot tell you what this really is. This is so big. So if you're listening on the call right now, we're going to give some examples here so you can kind of dive into this and start playing it in your own life. And um, so Jen, I'm going to have you go first. Tell us some examples. What does this really mean? What have you done yourself or what have your clients done that have released this AKA restriction of permission that they're not giving themselves. This is a huge one, like you were saying, for sure. And we're just not, we feel like we have so much pressure on our shoulders and we're not allowed to have permission for anything. Um, All the things I listed earlier, permission to rest, take up space, say no, change your mind, um, to feel angry. Women aren't allowed to feel angry right? That means something about you. There's no permission there. So some really tangible ways that I bring permission in and my clients bring permission. One thing that I do every day and my clients practice this as well, if it feels good to them, I sit for two minutes, literally only two minutes with no devices, no distractions. And I just hang out with myself. I just see what's going on with my body, see if there's any areas of tension or any thoughts that come up or memories or emotions. And I'm just hanging out, giving myself permission to rest for two minutes. And during that two minutes, I'm remembering that phrase, I give myself permission to rest. It's such a short little sentence, but it's powerful and profound. And when we tell ourselves we have permission, we hear that in the brain and then the body responds. So that's one really small, tangible thing that people can do. And over time, you're going to look back and feel more resilient just by doing that two minutes a day. Okay, so you guys, let's practice right now. So think about something that you've been holding yourself in like captivity and jail and say that sentence of it starting with, I give myself permission to fill in the blank.
But when you really say those words and say it out loud, just pay attention, see what happens, see what shifts for you. Jen, okay, the next thing you talked about was boundaries. And I didn't want to skip over it, so I wrote it down. And I wanted to ask you, tell us a little bit more what you meant by boundaries and why this is so big and important for women. That's super, super important too. All these topics are really, really important. So boundaries for myself and for my clients, um, really important for people who are people pleasers, who have been taught that you should do everything for everyone else. You have to be polite. Can't say no. You have to be selfless. If you do things for yourself, that means you're selfish and bad. So most women have grown up believing that in order to be a good person, they have to do everything for those around them. And therefore, there's no boundaries whatsoever. They just constantly say yes. Oh, you need help with a ride here? Great, I'll do it. Oh, you want me to volunteer at the kids' school? Great, I'll do it. At the church, at the community center, you need a meal? Okay, great, I'll do it. <laughs> and then all the while, you know, they might be business owners or stay-at-home moms taking care of kids or homeschooling moms maybe have a partner, you know, lots of things going on. So when you say yes to everyone else, you are not on the list at all. And if you are on the list, you know, maybe there's a few minutes here and there for yourself and that's not going to cut it. So boundary setting is super, super important. And it, it really starts by listening to the body. And we all know when we really really should be saying no to something. And we say, yes, anyway, we feel the irritation in our body and we're like, Oh, gotta go do this for this person. And it turns into bitterness and resentment because we're not living in alignment with what we truly want to do. So a way that you can start really small with setting boundaries is the next time somebody asks you to do something like maybe a party or go out to coffee and you really would rather not just politely decline and you don't need to explain your life away. You could just say, no, I'm not really up for it this week. How about next week? And you can start to set those boundaries. I love that. And I'll even say, Hey, I'm working on boundary setting. <laughs> I'll kind of preface it with that. And so you'll, you'll typically find that those people that like to push or prod you, they're like, Ooh, Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. You're working on something. Let me support you with that. Okay. You want to tell me no. Okay. Tell me no. I'm like, Oh, that made it so much easier. So thank you for that. But yeah, boundaries are a big one. So I really, the thing here to um, find out what boundaries need to be set, Jen just mentioned, yeah, feel that restriction in your body, but also ask yourself, I have a lot of women will say, well, I don't have time in my day to work out. And I'll be like, Ooh, this is a girl that's not setting boundaries because either there's those time wasters of social media or people or her work, or she's not setting the boundaries within her home, whatever it is. It's so interesting how if we're finding ourselves with like, I don't have time. I don't have this. I don't have that. Ask yourself, where do I need to start setting more boundaries? Let's see what comes up for you. Cool. So thanks for that, Jen. I really appreciate it. So what comes up for you now? That was pretty much the things that I wrote down. Is there something that you would like to really share on this podcast uh, that's coming up for you right now that would like to be expressed? It would just be bringing all of those things full circle, remembering to give yourself permission to do whatever it is that you know you've been wanting to do. It's on your heart. You can't deny it. You know, you feel it. And really start setting those boundaries. And there's another piece too. I feel like women aren't, a lot of women aren't decision makers. 
they're too nervous, too worried, they feel unworthy, they listen to everybody else. And I really just implore everybody to begin listening to your own body because you have so much wisdom in your body. You have this inner knowing. And when you rely on everybody else, you give your power away. You give your decision-making power away. And I feel like that is going to be where true confidence comes in for so many women. Uh, and just uh, by the way, confidence never comes first. It comes as a result after doing something. But I feel like the decision-making process helps us become more confident and we keep our power. We don't give it to everybody else. If there's some listeners that just go, you know what, Jen is just full of these beautiful little pebbles of knowledge. Where can they go and find you if they'd like to continue to keep getting some pebbles of knowledge? Yeah, uh, my website is jennifertaylor.blog. And I do work one-on-one um, -on -one custom coaching with women. And like always, all the listeners know, you can go down into the description area. I'll make it very easy for you and pop those links down there. So you can go ahead and just easily start following her now. So thank you, Jen, so much for your time, your wisdom of the permission, the boundaries, and really about how we can get that confidence. So thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Wrapping up, we hope that this left you with some valuable information that you can help with improving your mind, your body, and your life. Really, we're about helping you step into your best self, and that's why we do these weekly, so that we can hear from you and how it resonated. So go ahead and write us a review, and we will pick weekly giveaways on our unique booty bands to give away. So thank you guys so much for listening. It was awesome having you on. I'm very excited to leave your review. Make sure to hit subscribe so that you can get notified on any future podcasts that come out. And of course, join the community and join the app called Booty Bands and Barbells, where you'll find us in the workouts, the meal plan, and of course, all the fun challenges. I'll see you soon, and I'll see you in the workouts.